Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. Hi again, welcome back. I'm your host, Marie Green, and today I want to share an idea called the Rule of 100. Have you ever heard of this? If you're hoping to learn a new skill or improve in an area of your life that requires practice, the rule of 100 is a great way to make it more manageable. One of the tricky things about learning a new skill or really getting better at anything is that it takes time. It takes practice and repetition, and there will be a period of time when you aren't feeling particularly good at it. How do you handle being new at something? How do you feel about that process? I love the initial surprise and curiosity of starting something new. I love those moments of discovering aspects that I didn't anticipate. I love learning how things work and seeing my efforts start to come together. But it can sometimes feel like a long distance from where you are today to where you want to be in your chosen art. So today we're diving into an approach that can revolutionize the way you pursue your creative passions, and it's called the rule of 100. Whether you're a painter, a writer, a musician, any kind of creative soul, you will love this simple idea and how it can transform your skill. So what exactly is this rule of 100 about? So it's the idea that to become proficient in any skill, creative or not, you should commit to completing 100 projects or practicing for 100 days or 100 hours. Many people who write about this topic focus on the 100 hours because it's a little bit easier to break down, I think, and I'll explain why in a minute. The magic number here is 100, obviously. It's not about perfection. It's about consistency, learning, and steady progress. Imagine dedicating yourself to writing 100 poems or painting 100 pictures or knitting 100 sweaters. The journey from one to a hundred is where that transformation happens. And what I love about the idea, especially of a hundred hours, is that we can break it down to a daily ritual. So a hundred hours a year is between 16 to 18 minutes a day to improve whatever it is we want to get better at doing. It can be tough to focus on 100 paintings or even to keep track or 100 sweaters, which will take ages to knit. And in fact, if you think of the fact that some sweaters take as long as 100 hours to knit, you can imagine that every single sweater you make will help you improve your skills by leaps and bounds. But 16 to 18 minutes a day, that is manageable. It's not an overwhelming number. In fact, when I've set goals to work on something creative every day, I'm often waylaid by the fact that I feel like I don't always have the time. I bet you can relate to that. It's tough to make room in your day for something that feels like a luxury or maybe feels frivolous in the context of the rest of your day. But if you've been hanging out here with me for a while, then you know that creativity is good for keeping your stress in check and it's good for your soul and it will improve your quality of life. So if it seems frivolous, it's not, but it still might be tricky to make space for it when other seemingly more important things are pressing for your time and attention. But 16 to 18 minutes a day, though, we can do that, right? So let's talk about a few ways we could apply this idea to some different kinds of creativity we're pursuing, and I hope you'll think about how you could apply this to whatever it is you're dreaming of doing. I want to talk about each of these examples in a couple of different ways, either completing 100 projects or focusing on 100 hours 
and breaking it down by the day. Because I think the difference there is so important and it explains why this idea of 16 to 18 minutes a day is so powerful. So if you're a writer or a poet, you could commit to writing 100 short stories or poems or blog posts, whatever it is. You could mark it on the calendar every time you finish one or keep a binder so that you can see your hard work at the end. But we all know that writing a poem or a story or a blog post can take hours or even days. I swear to you that every time I sit down to write a blog post, it takes me all darn day. Making that trip from one to a hundred could take years. And depending on your level of commitment, that might be longer than you feel like devoting to it. But what if you were just to commit to working on your poems or stories or blog posts for 16 to 18 minutes a day? I know that doesn't sound like very much, but those minutes add up. That consistency adds up. In one year, you will have devoted that magic number of 100 hours to that project. And over the course of that year, even just devoting that small amount of time each day, you will notice that your voice, style, and storytelling skills will evolve. If painting is your medium and your goal was, say, to produce 100 pieces of art, how long might that take you? I'm a noob to painting, but I can spend hours on something that I end up throwing away. So a hundred finished pieces of art could feel pretty daunting, or at least it would feel daunting to me. But if I told myself instead of focusing on a hundred finished pieces, what if I devote 16 to 18 minutes a day to my painting hobby? Doesn't that seem so much more manageable? I realize that progress will be incremental at that rate, but sometimes the thing that stands between us and what we want to do is that it feels overwhelming and too big. 16 to 18 minutes feels doable. It's little. And if that small amount of daily commitment could help me reach a meaningful goal, then hey, that's pretty great, right? Or let's say you want to play guitar. You could set a goal to learn how to play a hundred different songs or you could commit to practicing for less than 20 minutes a day for a year to get those 100 hours of practice. Do you see how breaking down a goal into these bite-sized portions feels so much more achievable? I mean, everyone I know has a huge list of reasons why they can't spend hours every day working on the thing they love. If only, right? Life gets in the way of our dreams sometimes, but most of us can scrape together 15 to 20 minutes, right? It can be something we do with our morning coffee or as part of our winding down routine at night or on our lunch break. I used to listen to this podcast called Coffee Break French, and they were 20 minute bite size, like coffee break size French lessons. And the fact that it was so small and manageable made it easy to fit into my day. And this is the same kind of idea. You can improve at anything you set your mind to. You can learn a new skill, improve a skill you already have, or commit to expanding your creative practice in a new way with this approach. Choose a skill you'd like to develop or improve and think about how you could break it down into 16 to 18 minute daily chunks. What I've learned by doing this podcast every day for a month is that routine really helps when you're working on a goal. Making a plan so that your daily practice becomes a natural part of your day will help you make the time. And beyond that, it really will become second nature if you make it a priority. And after a few weeks, it won't seem like a big deal to set aside that little chunk of time to do the thing you want to do. And find a way to track your progress. Put it on your calendar or, I don't know, make a daisy chain, whatever works for you. 
But seeing your consistency like that will really help, especially when you may not yet see the results that you want in what you're actually doing, but you'll see your consistency. You'll feel that personal pride that you are plugging away at it a little at a time, and that is so important. And don't wait until you finish the year or hit your 100 hours to celebrate. Celebrate every week that you are consistent, every month that you hit your goal. Toot your own horn. I love this for us. We don't celebrate ourselves or each other nearly enough as adults, and I think that's a shame. There is absolutely no reason you shouldn't be thrilled with yourself for being consistent and making time for something that brings you joy. There are plenty of hard, serious things that will come up in our lives. It is unavoidable, but we can and we should make time for something that lights us up. And even if all you can do is devote that 16 to 18 minutes a day to improving your skills in some creative area that matters to you, that is better than nothing. Some days, maybe you'll be able to do more. But by creating consistency in your practice, you will always be in a state of growing and learning. Two things that we should always be doing no matter how old we get. If you're still here, you still have things to learn and discover. The rule of 100 isn't just about improving a skill. It's about transforming your approach to creativity in life. It's a way of fostering resilience and patience, and it invites you to make creativity a constant in your day. It's less about where you arrive at the end and more about who you become along the way. If something you're longing to do feels too big, try the rule of 100 to squeeze incremental progress into your days. If you love this podcast and would like to support the show and have access to bonus episodes, please consider becoming a premium subscriber. Thank you so much for your support. Until next time, my friend, you've got this.